Welcome to the Vintage Talk Show. It's just two dudes getting together to talk about current topics in the vintage community with your hosts, Mosquito Heads and Vintage Shih Tzu. Welcome back to the Vintage Talk Show. Uh, we're actually going to go for a user. Uh, this is actually a, yeah, submitted to us. This Gotcha Pond Toys was asking if we could do one about the proper way to clean, say, stains or any kind of uh, defects on a shirt. So we'll go over all the details on that. I'm going to actually hand this one over to Vintage Shih Tzu because he's really, uh, He's really more in the know about the proper way to clean stuff, so we'll, we'll go over it together. All there. right. Well, uh, I'm going to talk about cleaning, storage, and just some things. I guess how did I get good at cleaning? I just uh, made a lot of mistakes. And sometimes I would even just buy a nasty shirt that had stains just to see if I could get them out. I would just do like test runs on different yeah, products. because That way you don't ruin a good one. Yeah, you don't want to You don't ruin a good one. So I used a lot of different products that are out there and there's a couple products that i've stayed true that i really enjoy using so, so yeah definitely heavily suggest that to people out there do like he was talking about get a crappy shirt to practice with until you can like really hone it down and get it right and then you can take like a higher dollar tee and then kind of go in for the the kill with that yeah a lot of people make that mistake they try to go right in head first on the first time and really mess something up so uh, let's go with the proper washing technique. So how do you wash your vintage T-shirts? Okay, you definitely you definitely want to wash it cold, turn the shirt inside out. Um, and honestly, certain shirts you want to hand wash them. Yeah. Uh, if it's if it's some really special shirt, you kind of really want to be even extra cautious. But uh, and definitely never put it in a dryer. That's that's kind of rule number one. Don't ever put a vintage shirt in a dryer at all. Uh, I would not suggest that to anybody. And if you've done it, I'm sorry. I've had a friend that ruined a very good Michael Jackson shirt doing just that. And, uh, you know, some people got to learn the hard way. Yeah, and you can only stretch that shirt back out so much. I, I can stretch certain things out after being dried. It's a laborious process. It doesn't always look right. Sometimes it'll be more fanned out at the waist. But I definitely wash inside out for a screen print, gentle, casual cycle, never like super heavy duty cycle. And then a lot of stuff I just hand wash, like you're saying. Or you do what? Oh, I don't even cold, cold water. Cold water always. Mm -hmm. And I sometimes don't even wash shirts for a long period of time. I may wear it if I wasn't sweaty, get food on it, wasn't dirty, I'll just put it back in the closet. And uh, some people get weird out about that, but I don't. I don't want my shirt to be destroyed. And of course, cold water so it doesn't cause as much bleed out. Of course, yeah, or if any, yeah, you definitely, yeah. We'll talk about that in a second. Okay, pre-soaking. So before you wash, you pre-soak sometimes if it's got stains. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I got something with a, a stab, I've gotten oil stains out before. Hard to do, but you can get sometimes get oil stains out. It depends on the fabric you're using too. Like I don't know if fifty fifty is easier to stain or move than cotton. Mm -hmm. I think cotton's easier to stain or move from, okay. but it might not be. I can't. You know, I haven't really done a study with that yet. So take us through your pre-soaking. Uh, okay, so let's say process. I got a let's say I got a shirt that's got just a tinge to it. I may wash it once to see what it looks like after it's been washed once. Because sometimes that tinge is just easily removed. It's mm -hmm. just from storage. And then when I say okay. tinge, it's, it's yellowing a little bit. Yeah. But the entire you know shirt. Well, if I get it out and it still looks like that, then uh, 
I'll pre-soak it in some type of probably OxyClean, some type okay, of Oxy so bath, also any, in cold water, yeah, any type of Oxy clean. product. And I'll have I have certain tubs in the house that are uh, just for cleaning tubs. And you keep the ratio. You said you get it a little heavy Oxy, right? Yeah, I do a little bit more heavy Oxy. I kind of eyeball it. I've got my own little method because the tub i don't exactly have any gallons or quarts whatever my tub holds but i know exactly where to fill it to and you're using the tupperware correct yeah i use a tupperware with a lid on it so i can and shake that's it great. up i gotta get one of those i don't have one yet but yeah he was showing me his he's got a it's got the lid that you know snaps on very securely and yeah. you can like think, agitate it which is great yeah it's like a three gallon no it's like a two gallon tub and uh, they're not they're not large they're not like a storage tub but they're big uh-huh. big size Tupperwares and you can have a lid on it. So I'll put it in there and I'll, I'll shake it up in that. Now you got to watch out because sometimes the OxyClean will make the lid, like if you leave it sit, it'll pressurize a little yeah. bit. But it's nothing like going to blow your house up. It'll just go, you'll hear the lid pop up. Yeah, It doesn't damage anything. But yeah, that way I can agitate, shake up. I'll, co- I'll constantly go over like a wooden spoon and stir the, uh, the shirt around to make sure that the parts that are exposed to the air get their time underwater. Okay, real quick, I'm going to sidetrack it as far as stain removal goes. Do you ever use the Tide-to-go pen? Do you do you ever oh, get that? Uh, do you go straight to the Oxy? I go straight to Oxy. Tide-to-go, is for me, is usually for a stain that's happened immediately. So This is like you spill a little bit of feet on it. Yeah, yeah that's it's in a more immediate. And then I use bleach pen. But you definitely wouldn't live by the pen. Not have it, though. I have, it on, I have them at the house. I okay. just They're not good for set-in stains. Okay. I so use, we have used the tie to go pen on like a Tommy bag before, and it did do well. It does do good yeah. on the like the pat, whatever that material is, that canvas material. It does do good on that. Yeah, no, and, that's you, stuff that's, and that's the thing. You got to try all these different products out because remember that time I told you that I used some rug cleaner yeah, to clean the that's bag. That's interesting. That's very interesting. And it, I used actual rug cleaner for carpet cleaning. Yeah, and I was able to clean a really nice heavy canvas yeah. bag. And once again, these are just techniques that he does. We do, and you can try your own stuff. Like he said, he tried the carpet cleaner. It worked out pretty good. Yeah. It's experimental stuff, but and, of course, uh, be careful what you know chemical you're using on it. You, you you don't necessarily dump a bunch of bleach on it. No, I never use bleach, actually. And if I do, I use the bleach pen because it has a precision tip, and you can get really close to being where you want to be without. Now, ink is hard to get out. Um, I've used... Uh, different methods for ink but sometimes ink is just once it's there it's there i haven't really perfected ink yet um i use uh, clorox 2 stain remover for safe on colors that's good i mean really anything with uh peroxide in it is going to do well baking soda i mean if you want to make your own you can do baking soda dawn dish soap and Mm -hmm. peroxide and you can make your own pretty good stain remover i've used felt's napa which is like an old school um cleaning bar and you use brushes on it, ever? Oh, yeah, yeah. I have like hog hair bristle okay, brushes, so toothbrushes. The, the hog hair in this Yeah, because it's right. just vigorous enough to get it out, but, but it not over. Yeah, you won't damage. Okay. And I've actually had to clean the same stain before for multiple treatments. I might have an, I had an ink stain one time that took me a very long time to get out, but I just worked on it for three months. But the piece was good enough for me like i have one right now i'm currently doing i'm slowly getting the stain out just every time so you, i wash and it. you wouldn't suggest like say a toothbrush maybe a toothbrush just depends on like how soft, soft bristle soft bristle okay yeah i would use that because you don't want to you don't want to rub yeah and then have more, a like, discoloration burn. and just yeah like a burn mark mm-hmm. so also too whenever you stain remove you want to remove the item from the water and let it completely dry before you look at the stain because you'll be you'll surprise yourself you'll like 
pull it out and it still looks stained. And the shirt dries and the stain's kind of gone away a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, we've had that happen before. Yeah, so like you don't never jump into it. And also mm-hmm. leaving it out in the sun is a good thing to do for white teas. For whites, okay. Like wash it, put it out in the sun, let the sun dry it. Something about the ultraviolet radiation just helps get rid of that. And the fading of it and everything just helps fade it out better. Yeah. So I usually, if I'm going to put it out in the sun, I put it out while it's wet. Yeah. But not, you know, I kind of rain dry it or whatever. So okay. That's my pre-soaking. I use a lot of different things. And, I that's, use, and that would, I would say that's probably the most important thing to get the stains out, the pre-soak. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, okay, if I use an oxy bath, I'm doing that overnight. The longest I've done an oxy bath is uh, two days, though. But it was like a really nice white shirt. So minimal, you want about, what, eight hours? Yeah. I, I go to bed at night, wake up. And then uh, I'll take it out of the oxy bath. Okay. And I actually use the oxy clean stuff. I just pour it right into the the washing machine. Okay. But yeah. I don't, and then I put soap on top of it. I don't even pour that water. I just because it already has oxy clean in it, so I just mm-hmm. wash it with oxy clean again. Yeah. Oh, so the water that's in that bucket, you just pour into the yeah. washing machine. Yeah, oh, I, put, I haven't tried yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, I put like some other clothes in there to catch that too. Mm-hmm. That are the same color, but yeah, I just because it, it's still usable in my yeah. opinion. Good tip. Good tip. Yeah. Good, that's a little pro tip. Pro tip, <laughs> yeah. Okay, bleeding. So I've done some stupid mm. stuff with bleeding. I've ruined a lot of good clothes. Bleeding. This it one's... wasn't like I was outwardly just bleeding. Okay, things that will bleed. I've seen red. Red's bad. Orange, blue, and purple. So kind of darker colors. Yeah. Sure. We had the yellow bleed. Yeah, we had yellow. Interesting. Yeah, that yellow. was interesting. And it depends on material. Now, I remember we kind of got in a little bit of a like a – Different sides about that one nylon jacket you have, the Nike one, because yeah. I believe it's been bled on. So and I you still think don't think it, it has. I want to post a picture on something, maybe our yeah, Twitter. They can tell us what they think. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to hear y'all's thoughts because I don't think it was. I have those. I have the two same jackets that I use. It's like my evidence as to why you know those little Reebok jackets because I think that they can bleed. It's just a different type of bleed. It's like an all over bleed versus a just one. Right at the source. Yeah. So that's a tricky one. I've had uh, incidental bleeds where. Um, like when I washed something, I had a really old 80s shirt that uh, was purple. It was a Batman shirt. And just it sitting on top of something while it was wet, it bled onto the other. Mm-hmm. And I, I got it out because I just washed it, hurt and washed it again and, and got it out. I didn't let the stain set in. But sometimes you can't, sometimes it's too far gone at that point. So this is where I feel like, man, you kind of, I guess, have different opinions for sure is the fact that I think it's really just comes down to cotton bleeds, but you're saying nylon will bleed. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can bleed nylon. See, cause I, I thought like that's crazy. Cotton definitely bleeds like a mother. Well, you got to think about it's stained, right? So the fabric, if it's all nylon, you got like blue and white. Well, how the nylon itself gets stained, it had to be soaked. So I think that sometimes it can transfer over. And what it is, is it might've been someone just washed it as a hot load, like a really hot water caught, like, I don't think normally nylon is going to stain if you wash cold. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I think it was like someone just didn't use the right temp and they washed it. And that's what I think what, what you're experiencing on that one. But bleeding, how do you fix it? Uh, sometimes it's irreversible. and uh, There's a way to prevent bleeding. Yeah, I usually wash with vinegar. Yeah, that's supposed to be the yeah, way. I learned to that from some that. cheerleaders because they had to wash their, um, they were washing their uniforms in vinegar so they wouldn't bleed. And that's the tick. That's how I picked that. Also, tick. there's little bleed out uh, 
capturing sheets you can get oh, a yeah. more. Those actually work. They'll, they'll pretty much get yeah. all the color that bleeds out. I'm a little out. concerned that maybe it will take colors away from a shirt, though. That's You're what saying I'm, it could just steal but colors. I don't know. I don't know. That's just... Like a, similar to a dryer sheet, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've used those before, and you'll pull them out, and they'll be a certain color. I don't, I don't know if they steal or not. It's a good thought. But yeah, bleeding is uh, pretty good, and uh, I don't really soak... I don't pre-soak anything that's red. And if I do, I put it in a separate container. But I know some people are thinking that's obvious. There's some people out there like, oh, just put all your pre-soak together. I had a color-blocked Tommy shirt one time. I had a, uh, it was blue vertical on one side, and then it had a white patch and a red patch. So it was like half of the shirt was the flag. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't even pre-soak it. I just washed it, and next thing I knew, I had a pink Mm. Oh man! And I, I, there's no really no way I don't think mm -hmm. you can get that out. You can try doing like a, a topical spray on it and scrub it in, and but sometimes it's just it's gonna. I don't know. I just did it the wrong way. I screwed up. But that stuff that I bought, the color run remover, that's like Carbana. It seems to work pretty well. I've only used it on one item of clothing because I'm a little nervous about it. Yeah. But it, I mean, it got the yellow bleed out of that shirt, okay. so that was interesting. I've even used. Actually, I've had some success with. When I, I do hats a lot too, um, like the Jason Marks shoe cleaner, that works good on hats. I've used it to clean hats before. But, okay. All right, peeling. Y'all know what peeling is? Um, assuming this is. Oh wait, yeah. You, I would have thought it would have been like some screen print or something came off. But you're saying it's like what I would say, like it's burrs, little cotton yeah. balls, yeah, little fuzz balls, like yeah. on the under of an armpit, especially yeah. on a jacket, like a fleece jacket. Yeah. So what, sometimes you'll get a, a fleece jacket that someone wore. Like maybe another jacket over, mm -hmm. and just the friction of them rubbing yeah. each other. I have a little little machine. You can buy them anywhere, so it's not like some secret thing. You just go into your local Walmart, go down the aisle. Sometimes I'll have them. Maybe they're with the sewing stuff. I don't know, but it's a, like a it's a grate. It has like a grate on it and a little razor. It just runs over, and the grate picks up the balls and cuts them right off. Oh, really? And it doesn't mm. do anything to the fabric. Mm. And I've been able so it's safe with the. Mm. So what is this called? What is this little? I don't know the called? name. Oh, you don't know. It has a handle. It takes two batteries, and it has. Oh, really? I'll send you a pic. We'll maybe post a picture on the online or whatever. But that thing, I found like a what's that? Is it Architerix or? Mm -hmm, Arch yeah. I found a women's jacket one time that had peeling all over it. You know, no one's gonna buy it because it's like, oh, it's damaged. And it makes it look like crap. I took it before and after. Just wow, yeah, that's interesting. That's, that's interesting. That's I like cool. to use that on this yeah. Mickey sweatshirt we have. That it's yeah. got those little things on there. Little yeah, it can do it can do wonders, and it doesn't cut the fabric because that's what the grates yeah. for. I know some people have used a razor blade before. That's a little dangerous, a little bit more. Yeah, I just feel like you got to be, be precise, or you might yeah do some damage, damage the actual fabric. Yeah, this one's a quick fix. It yeah. just you can. That get sounds it good. It's not yeah, that expensive. That's I'm interesting. Twenty or under. Uh, yeah, probably ten bucks. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, so. Um, stain. We do. We already did stain removal, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, inside out washing. We cover that one yet? We haven't really. We talked about. It, we didn't go into like why okay. you do that. Oh, because you don't want to destroy the screen print. Yeah. Yeah. Or bleed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We just kind of talked about that's what we do, but I guess we didn't. Yeah. Some people don't do that. Some people, and I feel like if you wash inside out, I wash a. If it's something I really care about, I wash everything inside out. Really, like even jackets mm -hmm. and stuff. I just feel like it preserves the, the actual garment more. And I actually was talking with the Choco Tees. You know, they're very they're the old heads that have had vintage tees forever. And his wife has a huge collection of vintage tees. And she was like, always her um, advice was always inside out, wash on cold, and we can move on to this 
next thing, she said to lie flat to dry. That's what she does. Oh, yeah. That's a good... I don't really like to... I've had some mistakes in that one. Which, hold on one second. We've covered stain removal, right? Yeah. Okay, good. So, let's go on to drying. We got that one. So, yeah, like folding it over. I usually have a... Uh, yeah, I just drape them over like you do. Yeah, I, do, I drape it over. But she says lay it flat. She said to lay it flat. That She lays hers flat. Okay. That's but, I mean, precise. I don't know. I mean, yeah. and she's familiar. been... I mean... Well, there's got to be something that's led her... To do that, yeah. that you know, yeah. she's learned that that's something good. So Definitely something, not. I wouldn't advise like hangers or anything that's going to pull certain parts of the shirt and kind of stretch it and make. Yeah, it. I would it. never hang it on a hanger like that, yeah. or like drape it over the hanger. Maybe. Like I'll drape them over the back yeah. of those chairs, whatever they. I feel I, I usually hang mine on hangers, but I've getting gotten more to where, especially on certain vintage tees, if I already notice that the collar is going to be. Uh, stretch out pretty good. I go ahead and just hang it over a uh, ironing board. Yeah, I'd say 100% cotton. Sometimes the hanger. Oh, yeah, like oh, 50-50 doesn't get effect as much. Yeah, guys, this is pretty cotton. cool too. I've actually hung them in the dr- room where the dryer is going and just let it get really hot, but not the dryer hot. Yeah. So and then that warm air a little bit. Just like yeah. maybe it's like 85, 90 degrees in there. Yeah, make it a little bit hotter in the room. And, uh, because my dryer is old and it'll like produce a lot more heat. It's not yeah. energy efficient. So, or I'll put them over a uh, a vent, like a heating vent. Oh and, yeah. And just kind of let that happen, or something like that. I've seen some people, will, especially in the hats, they'll take fans and just blow fans on the mm-hmm. hat to help dry it quicker. So those are things that you could do if you had, I guess, more space and time to deal with that. But never put in a dryer. You could lay it flat, fold over. We're saying hanging could be bad because it can. Yeah, and honestly. It's mostly cotton is where you got to take extra care. Like 50-50 is more like it just bounces back to its original shape always. Like you could you could probably hang that on a hanger and it'd be fine. But cotton is like it's very uh, I don't know what the word I would use, but it's like anything's gonna mess with it. It can like, be damaged very yeah, easily. Cotton's yeah. damaged very easily. All right. Well, that goes to our next thing on storage. Do you fold your tees up and put them in a drawer or on top of a dresser, or do you just hang them in the closet on a hanger? I'm lazy. I've always just kind of rolled mine up, but that's just me. Like I said, because I'm lazy. Yeah. But I feel like that would be good because it's not creating any weird bends or anything. It's just rolling it out. I feel like 100% cotton usually folds. Yeah. If it's 50-50. 50-50, you can 50 once it. again. 50-50 is a different Jackets, base. Jackets, of course, I hang all those. I mean. Okay. What do you do? I will fold, like, uh, for example, like a wrap tee or something like that. That's, yeah. I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. fold them. Yeah, I do too. Um, a one-size-fits-all tee, I'll fold it up because I've always had trouble with them. Since they're one-size-fits-all, they, they just they're the quality's not always the best on them, kind of like a wrap tee. And yeah. I've, I've, over time, I've seen them, like, just get wide and small. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Wearing yeah. all that. So those, and then if it's something I just think needs to be folded, I'll fold it. But I hang a lot of just, you know, I hang a lot of shirts too. Now, one thing we didn't talk about in our terminology, which you kind of first said this to me, was bacon neck. How do you prevent bacon neck? Oh, or maybe okay. explain it to him a little bit. Well, bacon neck is when the collar just gets, it loses its integrity and it starts to crinkle up like a, a piece of bacon. And this is once again cotton, correct? This is 100% cotton. I, or at least from what yeah, I Yeah, it could be, yeah, it could be, yeah, usually 100% cotton. Could be 50-50, though. I mean, it just depends on how badly the neck was stretched out. Okay, so how do you prevent the uh, – is that also how you dry it as far as – Yeah, how you dry it, how you wash it, definitely how you hang it, and then that's that. Like if you have shirt 
like this right here. Like this this could be a bacon neck collar eventually, just mm-hmm. because it's so flimsy. So you don't want it to get stretched out to the point of no return. Because once you get bacon neck, there's no going back. Do you think sometimes in the washing machine it gets pulled a certain way during the spin? I mean, it could, yeah. And then it. Yeah. So if you're afraid of it, like. hand wash it. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I think in our society, people get so hung up on it has to be machine washed. Yeah. I mean, people can hand wash stuff all the time. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. yeah if you really like day, a shirt, if a church really especially, you take extra care on that shirt. Yeah. I mean, a shirt that I really care about that's going to be worth a lot of money, like I said, I don't wash it much. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I don't hang it up, I drape it. I don't put it in the dryer. And honestly, one thing I do is uh, to take care of shirts. Yeah, if it's something I really care about, I wear an undershirt, so I don't really sweat on it as much. And uh, you really don't want to eat in a shirt that you really like, because if you spill that food on there, it's just kind of devastating. Yeah, he's even worn overshirts yeah. just so he was, because he knew he was going to eat and then take it off. <laughs> but I'm, of course, uh, a little bit, one, I'm, mess, I'm a messy eater. Yeah. So well, see, hey, that's don't. good. Knowing who you are is a good way to know how to clean your products. Like me, I don't ever... I hardly ever spill food on me. I've never yeah. had. And the reason you also wear an undershirt is deodorant. You don't really want deodorant to touch your shirt. And I yeah. guess we're going to get to that, I'm sure. All right. You had it on there. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go ahead and do it now. Um, deodorant staining and then also just people wearing deodorant. So yeah. uh, I use more of like a natural style deodorant that doesn't have mm-hmm. aluminum in it. I think the gel is probably the worst, if I had to guess. Because yeah. I used to wear that. It wasn't the gel gel, but it was like the hard gel. I'd have some Old Spice. Aqua Reef, the blue hard gel. You probably know what I'm talking about. I used to yeah. wear that all the time with my vintage tees. The, this was 50 50. Well, do you sweat a lot? And uh, Yeah, I do sweat a lot. But it would see, it caused some terrible stains. I have see, I'm more, of a, I'm more of a back sweater than an underarm sweater. So I, the deodorant thing doesn't affect me. But I'm just saying, I think more than likely it was the deodorant itself that was causing this. It wasn't like me sweating on it that was okay. causing stains. It was the the blue Aqua Reef deodorant that was touching yeah. and being on that. And it caused the stain. Now, talking about cleaning, can you reverse the the armpit stains so uh, you get that out or is it's that a difficult to do it's so very okay. difficult it's one of those things where it's sometimes if it's stained it's stained but what i do is i'll actually turn the shirt inside out and scrub the inside where the deodorant was touching the shirt i think a lot of people don't do that they just try to scrub the outside of the shirt yeah that's smart yeah so i'll do that and try to get it out that way oxy bath it could help but i'll do the oxy bath after i've already scrubbed it try to get that off on the inside and actually, that's one thing I do with a lot of stains, too. I actually clean both in and outside of the garment to remove the stain. Like if it's a spot stain, I'll spray the outside, scrub it, then I'll turn over and spray the inside and scrub it. Because sometimes with certain materials, they're so thick that you get the top layer off you make the bottom layer. So, and you can still yeah. see that bottom layer. Yeah, through. so if you yeah. clean it from the inside, that can help. Yeah. So if you're wearing it, it's a special shirt, maybe wear an undershirt. If not, maybe watch what the other. Definitely don't use the gel. Maybe the powder. Maybe the Tom. You said something about Tom's, like the natural, yeah, organic. Yeah, I try to use, might help. Yeah, I try to wear that more. And then sometimes, uh, I don't know, I kinda, I'm not really a naturalist, but sometimes I just like, go I'm good. Yeah, no go, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I don't Definitely. need it. Okay, whites versus other colors. How do we do that? Well, whites, we uh, don't wash with other colors. You wash yeah. whites by themselves. And then with other colors, and like, a, just and match a, them up, darks yeah. and lights and all that. And, of course, white, you can do a little bit more treating to it than you could any other color as far as getting, say, a little stain out. Yeah, which the most of the time, if you get a stain on another color, it's an oil stain. Someone went to Taco Bell and got a grease stain or something like that. And a little Dawn dish soap can do wonders on that because it helps break up. You okay, kind of get your yeah. toothbrush, scrub it on there, yeah. and wash it. Yeah, okay. like with makeup, mascara. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good that's one. That's good for that. Yeah, and... uh 
Yeah, that's right. And then usually with the white tee too, if some like big fat guy's gotten it, got that nasty neck on it, I've been able to clean that up a lot, just spot cleaning, kind of scrubbing it. And uh, I usually go all kinds of directions, back, forth, up, down, circular. Diagonal says. Yeah, I always try to get. <laughs> I always Why try- did you say? Connect four, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. All right. Okay. Cigarette, Cigarette smoke. smoke smell. Not that much of a problem lately because people are more conscious of not smoking. I guess we have to do a vape smoke eventually. <laughs> can we get Can we get Freddie Pebble out of a clothing or something? I don't know. I'm not a vapor, but yeah, that was supposed vape. to be comical. Yeah, <laughs> you were supposed to laugh. She laughed. Uh, so cigarette smoke smell slash, I guess maybe stains. Does it ever get that yellow stain? That yeah. Stain? What I do for cigarette smoke is I just soak it in vinegar as well. Now, if there's stains in there, that would lock the stain in there, wouldn't it? If it had nah. a cigarette stain where it was like that brown or that off white. I don't know. I, I don't, thought that. I've never done a white cigarette stain. Sure, I don't get many of them. Okay, right. but I've yeah, had, I don't either. Yeah, I had a jersey that was cigarette stain, and it was it reeked of cigarettes. So I soaked it in vinegar, washed it by itself. With some really nice uh, detergent. Now, detergent is a whole other thing. I use Tide a lot, but I've seen some people are like Purcell. Yeah, what's that? Uh, yeah, we started off using cheap laundry detergent. And don't we think use that cheap. Don't use cheap. The difference when we started using Tide, the clothing. Yeah, but what's I mean, that even for the gentle? For what is the gentle one we got recently? That was. Um, remember, we literally just bought. It's like a small one. It costs a lot of money, but maybe if it's like an expensive tea, it'd be easier on the material. Yeah. I I've even used called. I've even used baby. I think it's wool light. Is it wool yeah, light? Yeah, wool light's good. Yeah, okay. I've used uh, baby sh- uh, detergent before because yeah. it's supposed to you know be non irritant all that stuff yeah. for like baby. So I was like, will that be a big big difference? And okay. uh, so yeah, things like that. Uh, cigarette smoke hard to get out, but you can sometimes. Oh, and then yeah. once I get done with that, if it's still there, I'll febreze it a little bit, leave it sitting outside. Let the cool air, the yeah. breeze hit I mean, it. really, just put stuff outside can really change yeah. change a lot of things. Um, oh, dry cleaning. I yeah. dry clean some things, like heavy jackets are down. I don't wash down stuff. Yeah, some stuff dry clean only. So Yeah, if it's dry clean only, only take it to the dry cleaner. Yeah, I made that mistake one time. I had this Polo Sport uh, sweater, knit sweater, and I didn't see the dry clean only part. And I washed it, and I hung it up in the shower, and my whole shower turned blue. Because, wow. it, I mean, it came out. Because it was white, you know, sprayed with bleach, but uh, it bled so much. I should have just gotten it dry cleaned. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. yeah. You also didn't mention as far as stains go. I know you just talked about putting outside for the smell, but it's like you were telling me earlier about the sun. Sometimes seven, eight hours of sunlight can just do yeah, wonders on a day. You know, I'll, I'll bring that with the hat cleaning. Okay, yeah. And you can do it with t-shirts too. So I do a lot. With, I like hats a lot. I do a lot of hat reshaping. Now there's all kinds of ways to reshape hat. I don't like the cardboard behind the brim stuff it with a towel method i actually found these uh camping pots that are metal and have a handle on them and uh they're like maybe a three-quart size i believe and you can put uh, you can put the hat on there and now some hats different sizes and different materials so you have to play around with the snaps i get on there tight and it'll take the creases out of a hat it'll shape it right and then uh I'll try to clean the inside, the white brim part, because a lot of people that are true collectors, they want that to be crispy white, so you can clean that, and uh, if you put a hat outside, it will dry really good in the sun. Like I think I said earlier, but I'm not, I can't remember. Yeah, the sun will uh, it will beam on it and help dry it and take stains off of it. Yeah. 
And oh, here's the thing too: like you can get watermarks, like who I call them, or like a ring on certain like white hats and stuff if you don't let them dry quickly. So what I've done now is I'll actually after I clean the hat, I'll soak it in oxy bath, scrub it with my hog hair bristle brush, and then I will actually pat it down with a dry towel, and then put it out in the sun. To help dry it up quicker. Because I don't yeah. have fans here. Can get all that excess out? Yeah. yeah. Because what happens, I had like a Yankees hat one time that was white. And it um, when it dried, it caused the, the you know, because not every bill is um, like the plastic mm-hmm. or whatever is in there, like cardboard. It like bubbled up the cloth and then uh-huh. it had these brown stains all over it. And they would come out because they were just water stains, which I can, like, you know, I, I guess after you start cleaning a lot, you can start telling if you're going to get a stain out or not. Like I've said to you before, I'll get that out. That's nothing. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, you can? I'm like, oh, yeah, because I've cleaned several ones like that. So it just takes expertise and time to know what you can get out. But it caused the the bill to bubble up a little bit. And uh, I knew that I was, I I destroyed the hat. Yeah. I was never going to separation. Yeah, I was never going to fix that. So um, I just kind of. Gave somebody a good deal on it, you know. Like at that point, it's like, well, now it's like ten dollar hat, which still is good profit because I probably played, you know, under two dollars for the hat. But yeah, uh, I guess that's all the cleaning I can think of. Um, yeah, I think we covered most of it. You definitely gave some good tips out there. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Gotcha Pond Toys, for the suggestion again. Yeah, uh, that's maybe uh, you found some of that useful. Maybe not. That's G A C H A P O N T O Y S on Instagram. He's a good listener, and he gave us some good feedback. And we, uh, if you if you got anything for us, let us know. Yeah, yeah. If you got any uh, tips of your own for cleaning, let us know. We'd love to hear it. If you'd like to ask us questions or submit us topics for a future podcast, you could contact us on our official Twitter page at Vintage Talk Show or at one of our accounts on Instagram at Mosquito Heads with a Z or Vintage Shit Zoo. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for more.